The Fantasy Football Heroes and Villains podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code CFBX. And we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the underdog pick them in college or NFL and win up to 20x in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. And we're also brought to you by VEASAN. Sign up now and save 40% off with their football season special when you use promo code SGP. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Use promo code SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. DGENs Assemble. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Heroes and Villains. I am your host, Justin Bruni. Joining me as always is my co-host and partner, Mr. Andrew, the TD King, Rob. And we have a special guest this evening, Mr. Jeremy Popes from FTN Fantasy. How are we doing, gentlemen? Welcome, Jeremy. Good. Yeah. Um, excited. <laughs> talk about week four it's crazy how fast the nfl season is flying by us uh are you are any of you guys three and oh in your uh, redraft leagues mm, not redraft two, two. i have a couple two. dynasty leagues i'm three and oh okay yeah. good 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 yeah uh it's it's been a pretty good pretty good uh year for me so far as well so uh you know doing these exercises on start and sits has uh has truly helped um i'm hoping it helps the people who listen as well but yeah i mean putting in the time the effort the research truly does matter absolutely absolutely jeremy you working on anything exciting over at uh, ftn anything that uh, our listeners can look out for this week i i don't have anything coming up i have the dynasty podcast i do that mm -hmm. weekly kind of really okay. focusing on uh college football stuff some scouting reports nice. and stuff like that kind of cool. put them on pause just the first couple weeks of the season uh so there are some up there some running back stuff you can check that out uh they're really cool kind of have some stuff it's free too those ones are um has some links and stuff to some video stuff and then uh some injury stuff kind of an overview scouting report on each player nice. that's going to be coming out throughout the season uh other than that just some standard rankings and stuff like that so awesome yeah everybody go give uh jeremy a follow at popes ffh on the x on the twitter application tonight we are going to dive into some start and sit questions from our listeners diving into the mailbag andrew why don't you kick us off here with our first question and we can get to talking some start and sits 
Of course. Uh, Brandon Schiller, I think that's how you pronounce it, Schiller, Schiller, uh, from the uh, SGPN Fantasy Football Discord asks, as long as Anthony Richardson clears concussion protocol, can I start him? I also have Russell Wilson, who has not been tremendous, but gets to play the Bears. Or I can start Jared Goff on Thursday Night Football. I don't prefer Thursday Night Football starts for QBs. What should I do? Uh, why don't we pass that over to the guest himself, Jeremy? What do you think about uh, Anthony Richardson, Russell Wilson, or Jared Goff? I think the struggle you're going to have is you can't start Russell Wilson. <laughs> so Richardson, I know I think he practiced today, so I don't know if they said that he totally cleared concussion protocol yet. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's risky. I think it's likely he does because he did practice today. And at that point, I'm definitely starting Anthony Richardson. But the issue is I don't want to start Russell Wilson over Jared Goff. So I would probably wait. You're going to find out before Thursday Night Football. So if, if Richardson's cleared, I'm playing him. If not, I'm starting Goff just because the matchup's not terrible for him against Green Bay. Mm-hmm. So I would go that route just because Russ is – I thought he was going to do like smash this week against Miami. And then we all saw how that happened. Although, if Cortland Sutton could catch, we'd probably have been a little bit better. But Indianapolis gets the Rams. It's a good matchup. Yeah, if Richardson's healthy. My my concern is that even if he is, maybe they do hold him out. I mean, Minshew just beat the Ravens. I mean, on the road, in the rain, brought out a tough win in overtime. I mean, it wasn't pretty, but they got it done. Uh I think I, I think I like Goff. I mean, he's produced still the most out of uh, any of these guys, especially as like a passer. Richardson's still been relying on his run game. Uh, I don't think the concussion's going to come into play as far as like limiting his ability to produce. But you're just really going to rely still on his rushing upside and coming back from a concussion. I still feel like even if he's on the field, he leans towards you know maybe safer plays. You know, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Jared Goff. I don't love thursday night starts either i agree you should probably prioritize him over russell wilson but russell wilson gets to play my bears so i mean tread lightly i guess with the russell wilson hate this week i mean he may he may throw one in our faces or i don't know maybe those running backs have a decent game they've been allowing a ton of yards on the ground but regardless i think that the the broncos are in a obviously in a good spot both teams are i mean the broncos let up 70 and the, and the bears have just been like literally the, the two worst defenses, the two teams that have allowed the most points through uh, as three games through three weeks, it's these guys. So I guess we might need to be excited for both sides. I don't know. Or not. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's probably not Richardson for me. Um, I do worry uh, about that a, a little bit. Um, plus, I, I think the Rams are kind of slowly getting into a decent groove on defense. So I'll, I'll probably pass on Richardson this week. It's Wilson or Goff for me. The problem I have with Wilson is we just saw, uh, you know, Javante Williams not get a whole lot of usage in this last game. Smaji Piran's kind mm-hmm. of been if or you know iffy, but I don't think the Bears are very good at stopping the run either. So I, I kind of worry that if you start Wilson, maybe they just have a great rushing day. Um, Jared Goff's a a good play though. The Packers again seem to be kind of hitting a good stride with their passing defense. Um, I mean, I guess gun to head, I'd probably go golf just based off of the offense, but 
Russell Wilson is a sneaky play. They could open up the playbook a little bit here for him. And if he can't do it against the Bears, I don't think he's going to be able to do it. So maybe that's, you know, the mindset they take here. So I, I guess golf, but uh, Wilson's definitely in consideration for me. Interesting. All right, we'll move on to the next one here. I've got Dan Jensen from the SGPN Fantasy Football Discord asking, Zach Moss or Alvin Kamara, 12-team PPR. I was able to grab Moss in need last week, but I stashed Kamara and used average draft capital to get him. Am I overreacting to the Moss production? Which player has more upside this week, and who should I start? Uh, again, we'll kick it over to Jeremy first. I have Zach Moss ranked ahead of Alvin Kamara this week. Interesting. Uh, okay. Zach Moss has been used at CMC-type levels for mm -hmm. his um, usage and snap shares. Uh, I think it's currently he leads the league. I'm trying to find the stat that I posted earlier. Yeah, so an opportunity share, it's 42% via FTN data. Um mm -hmm which is a percentage of snaps that he sees a target or a carry, and that leads the league currently. Interesting. He's a workhorse back. Um, there's not much behind him. Uh, Kamara, I likely think that they ease him in a touch. He's obviously going to get used a lot. Um, I'm not too worried about the matchup against the Rams. We just saw Mixon put up a decent number on them. Mm -hmm. And I guess the worry you would have would be if Richardson is active, what's going to happen to the running backs? Do they lose some targets? Because the running backs weren't overly exciting while Richardson was in, in the small sample size we have. And obviously they benefit from Gardner Minshew, who's a little bit less mobile. Um, but yeah, I'm still leading the hand of Zach Moss, who is hot right now. And Kamara gets Tampa Bay. Not the worst matchup because Tampa just got lit up by Philly, but... Mm -hmm. I'm going to give Camaro a week just to kind of settle in. Still a top 20 guy for me. Um, actually top 15, but I just lead to Zach Moss at the moment, who I was a top 12 guy this week. What do you think, Andrew? I'm actually going to go the opposite direction here. I'm going to take Camara. Uh, it does scare me first week back. How much are they truly going to you know give him? But I mean, it's not like he's coming back from injury. He's coming back from suspension. So they'll probably end up giving him a, a you know, a decent amount of the workload there. No Derek Carr this week, most likely. Uh, you know, so I do think that Kamara has a good shot at, uh, you know, decent production. Uh, I know they play the uh, Bucks. It's not an awesome matchup, but Moss plays the Rams. Again, I don't think that that's a great matchup either. So I will take mm -hmm. the veteran Kamara that I know will probably catch some passes. That kind of sets him apart from Zach Moss a little bit as well. So I will take Kamara. I'm going to have to agree as well. If if we're in the belief that Richardson is going to come back, I have to imagine he takes some high-value touches. That's not to say that he'll even finish the game out because if he takes one good hit, if he's playing, you know, he's, he's going to get pulled pretty quickly. So I'm going to say that Richardson comes back and eats into uh, Moss's opportunities. I like that information, though. I mean, I, I'm I'm interested to see what they do going forward with this situation because we just saw today there uh, Jonathan Taylor was saying he doesn't want to come back to the Colts, but he can come back in week five. So if he is actually going to be gone for a period of time, uh, if not ever coming back, Zach Moss is really, really interesting. I want to ride Alvin Kamara, especially this first week back, because it is a division opponent. They're probably going to be missing Derek Carr, and they're going to need some 
some juice in that run game. I mean, Taysom Hill has been leading the team in rushing yards, you know, in multiple weeks now. That's just can't that can't be acceptable. You know, like, sure, it's cool. Like if you're a fan of football, but at the end of the day, they really need to get the ground game going. And I think with Winston coming in, that even opens up more opportunity to run the ball more potentially with him. And of course, you know, more high value targets, more more catches and and prime areas of the field. I want to get to some of the questions in the chat here. Uh, we've got DeAndre Swift season from YouTube asking, do I pick up Dalvin Cook off waivers and drop Kadarius Tani? Full point, PPR, 12-team redraft. I am in favor of that move. Yes. Yeah, me too. Tony hmm. he had negative points last week, so. Play two snaps. Uh... I guess, yeah, I mean, I guess I do it. I, I really would depend on what my team needs are. If I don't really need a running back, I mean, I, I, Dalvin Cook's not going to beat out Brees Hall later on in the season, right? Like, Darius Tony mm-hmm. could still potentially have some good weeks, uh, you know, ahead of him. It's a great offense to have a wide receiver in. I know he's a little banged up now, so I'll give him a slight pass, even though he is kind of dog shit. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll still probably keep Tony, though. If, if I'm good on running back and I don't really need Dalvin Cook, I'd probably just keep Tony a little longer just to see how it shakes out. But if you're needy at running back, then, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty easy move to make. Now, the Jets could also get in a situation where they just shut down Brees Hall because they're so bad. It's true. I don't I don't think they'll shut him down. I just think they'll not use him how they're doing it now. All right, we got uh, Kenny from the YouTube chat asking, traded Montgomery and Achan, per his requested uh, name pronunciation, and Jalen Waddle for <laughs> – Jefferson and Pierce, I have Diggs and Bijan after the trade or with the trade. I mean, that sounds good. You know, you always like to get Justin Jefferson on your roster. I don't think that you overpaid because I do think that Devin A-Chain, or A-Chan, excuse me, probably just played the best game of his career production-wise. I don't know if either of those guys will ever repeat such a stat line. God bless them if they do because that was just awesome, super entertaining to watch. Um, I'm a big David Montgomery guy, but you're selling him low you know, when he's still limited, you know, not knowing if he's even going to play tomorrow. So even if he does come back, like I, I don't hate selling him kind of low in this situation, even though he has scored a touchdown in every appearance. And similar with Waddle, you know, you're getting a guy that's going to be coming back from injury. So, you know, it's not like the price is super high on him. So, yeah, I, I think it's a decent move. I hope Damian Pierce, you know, really reshapes things for you. Re- re- hope he makes a vast improvement. Uh, this season so he's uh, a decent buy low target as well but you gain the best player in the trade and that's Justin Jefferson what do you guys think Hmm. yeah I mean I like it I think Jefferson obviously is a a key piece if you already got Diggs and Bijan that's really nice Monty's not exciting like you said he's a a good vet like a a safety net at the running back Mm -hmm. position and likely isn't going to supplant Gibbs or well Gibbs isn't going to supplant him um, because the Lions just don't like to give mm. their exciting running backs touches. Um, but Monty's good. I like Monty. I always have. So, But either way, long story short, A-Chain, uh, I also kind of just, like you said, I, I still think that that game was a fluke. Not like a fluke. Like he's a talented player, but like you said, that's probably you're not going to see. <laughs> I don't think you'll see that again. If so, I mean, I'll gladly be wrong. So... Yeah, you're getting the best player in, in fantasy football and Jefferson. Pierce mm. could get better, maybe scores a couple more touchdowns down the line. So I like it. Anything yeah, to add, I'd Andrew? Prob- 
I'd probably do it too. Um, I would love to see what the rest of the team looks like. I mean, how, how's your depth? I mean, because you're giving up three pieces that are valuable pieces, I, I think. You know, A-Chan a down the line, but Montgomery, when he comes back, and, and Waddle as well, um, will be immediately contributors. So I, I think I still do it, um, but I'd like to see the depth of the team to make sure you're not cutting yourself thin with any injuries that could potentially pop up. But, I mean, how hard, it's, it's hard to just pass up Jefferson. Thousand percent. You want to get the next question, Andrew? I do. Uh, the next question is, where do you buy your game tickets? Better be on game time. Mm-hmm. Buying tickets to mm-hmm. your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. Uh, one time I was helping a buddy trying to get tickets, uh, and he was he like had me hunting down these tickets on all these random sites, and I just kept finding it extremely stressful because you would go in and you try to find a ticket, then you have to do all the filters and you have to go through and see like, okay, this ticket says it's 125 bucks, but then you go through it and it actually is $240 with all the excess fees and shit that they put on top of it. With game time, you do not have that. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guaranteed, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll be having. Uh, if you go through the game time app, it's pretty easy to, to like scroll through and find what you want. Filter system is nice. Uh, they have everything pretty like uh, you know in a neat order. I'm a guy that likes to look at the specific details of an app, and uh, this app has it all for me. When I was going through it and kind of taking a look, you know, at, at like games and, and different concerts, my wife loves In Sync. You know, we are from that generation. So if there's ever a reunion tour, I will be checking out Game Time to make sure that I'm not stressing out how much money I'm gonna have to buy for these damn In Sync tickets. Uh, but you know, Game Time is the place for last minute ticket deals. Fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seats before you buy them so you know exactly where your money is getting you. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you are all done. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through the email. Snag tickets now without the stress. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use our code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Game time. It is where you get last-minute tickets. The lowest price. Guaranteed. Also, tell want to tell the good people about Underdog Fantasy. If you aren't on Underdog Fantasy, I don't know what you're doing with your life. You like best ball? Check. You want to do uh, pick-ems? You know, higher, lower? Check. They have everything that you need. Underdog is a great way to play alongside your favorite football teams all season long. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going 5-4-5. Five, five. Call to action from now until October 4th. Underdog is matching 100% off the first, or I'm sorry, 100% of the first purchase, uh, first deposit up to $500. Yes, I said $500, matching 100% of that. They also have uh, the $100,000 Sundays continues on Underdog Fantasy. Total of 2 million prizes uh, all season long. 100K in prizes this week. 10k to 10 different people new sweepstakes every week of the nfl season uh you know i know there's a uh, there was a couple different uh, over-unders i i would like this this uh this week um like a couple of the bills overs as well josh allen rushing over um you know i have Jahan dotson over this week as well i think he gets back in the groove uh bruni you got any uh, you got any sneaky bears overs maybe um you know what this uh, awful defense are going to be going against unders Oh, under. Oh, man. You're one of those I guys. I don't know, man. I don't know, pal. It's bad. It's stinking <laughs> bad. 
DJ Moore, I don't know what it is, but but over under for him, I feel like he's the guy that could potentially uh, see Patrick Sertan. So, I mean, probably under on DJ Moore, huh? Yeah, that sounds pretty Sertan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sweet. You got the dad hat on, got the dad jokes. Love it. Uh, so watch along with us, make your picks, and maybe make a little extra cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Back to the questions. Michael Llewellyn, man, what a name, Llewellyn, from Twitter asked Madison at Carolina or Achan at Buffalo or Michael Pittman versus the Rams. This is my flex spot. Have Bijan and Etienne as my starters at RB with Diggs, Puka, Metcalf as my starters at wide receiver. So, again, he's asking uh, pick one, Madison versus Carolina, Achan versus Buffalo, or Michael Pittman versus the Rams. Um, I mean, just easy here for me. It's Madison. Carolina sucks. I know Cam Akers is going to be there. I'm not going to give Cam Akers a boatload of work. Madison just proved that he could actually do it. They, they went out and got Cam Akers and that little fire under his ass, and then he went out and had a decent game. So uh, I'm not going to overthink this one. Um, I, I don't know. But Buffalo is a really good defense. Uh, you know, Brian Robinson is like sixth in the uh, NFL in rushing yards, and they did not let him have a very good game. Pittman scares me a little bit with, you know, the uncertainty at the quarterback position. So, it, yeah, it's it's Madison for me. This is pretty easy for, for me. What do you think, Jeremy? So it was Madison, Pittman, and – HN. HN. Which is so I'm not weird starting to say HN, though. All right. I'm not starting HN. Um, I just not. I, I don't think that it was vindictive of what we're going to see. Uh, if Ahmed's healthy, I'd argue that he's probably ahead of him because he already won the job ahead of him in, in camp. If Jalen mm-hmm. Waddle's back, the Bills defense has actually been really good against the run thus far. Teams haven't had to, like the opportunity to really run run on them yet. Uh but the Dolphins are predicated on speed. The Bills' defense is predicated on speed. It's not really a great matchup for them. So I'm probably leaning. I'm going to lead Madison if Anthony Richardson plays. If Minshew plays, I would probably play Pittman. I surprisingly am going to say Pittman here. 11, 12, and 11 targets the last three weeks with or without Anthony Richardson, Michael Pittman's getting that volume. Uh, you know, at that rate, you know, I think that's putting him at, uh, was at one, two, ties him for fourth most catches in the NFL right now. Eight, eight, and nine his last three weeks. He's just not really getting that booming yardage. And he did have a touchdown week one with Anthony Richardson. I'm going to go with Michael Pittman here. That's really uh, a tough one, though. Um, you know, if you're chasing a, you know, more upside, you need multiple touchdowns. Maybe you pick one of those running backs, but I don't think. Madison's going to be a guy that's going to put put up multiple touchdowns. I mean, did it say PPR or not? Uh, no, it does not. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, it does. Uh, yeah, it is PPR. Okay. I mean, that definitely gives Madison some more life in the conversation. I mean, he had five catches last week. I mean, obviously the, the team's going to pass the ball a lot, but do they have to up against Carolina? That's what I that's what I don't know, and I don't know if I trust as much. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go Michael Pittman here. I'm going I'm to ride the wave. And I agree. A-Chan, not like he's going to run into a wall, but he still has to split touches with Raheem Mostert. Like he's not, you know, in a lead running back position still. 
Um, this is week four, so we could even see Jeff Wilson come back next week and create even more issues with this situation. Uh, I just don't love the matchup. I mean, I think if A-Chan had a better matchup, I would definitely be interested, but I want to pass. I mean, he's not playing the Bears, so, yeah, I'm going to hard pass. It's the Bills. It's a different wild animal. All right, let me grab the next question here. Casey Michael Helt from the SGPN Fantasy Football Discord asks, is it still safe to start DeAndre Hopkins? The Titans were a huge letdown last week, and I'm going back and forth with Hopkins or Drake London this week. Both have been good and bad. 12-team PPR. That is a bit of a doozy. Jeremy, let's kick it to you first. What are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going London, and it's very, very close because the Falcons don't know how to pass the football. But DeAndre Hopkins has just been really bad this year, and the Titans also don't know how to pass the football. So currently I have London at 46, and I have DeAndre Hopkins at 47. So on my weekly rankings, I just think that maybe the matchup with the Jags overseas, maybe London's a little bit better. Um, but yeah, I just I can't trust Ryan Tannehill. Not that I trust Desmond Ritter much better, but your so your London premise is a, London in London equals dollar dollar bills, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> uh, these touchdowns, maybe. Maybe he gets one. That's what I'm. I'm hoping London for in London. I can hear it now. I, who's yeah. going to be on that game? Greg Olson? Is it Tony Romo? Who's going to be on that game? Uh, it's not Romo. I know Romo has the Bills game. I saw that. I'm going to find out right now because that's that's got to be that's got to happen after that touchdown. What What are your thoughts here, Andrew? Oh man, I would prefer to not start either one of these dudes. To be honest. Um, <laughs> hmm. I. Yeah, that's it. that is tough. Um, this one is a uh, this one's a head scratcher a little bit for me. I will probably take. Uh, you know what? I, I'll roll with Hopkins. Um, I mean, I just I think he's going to get more targets than than London. Uh, Desmond Ritter is just abysmal. So not that Ryan Tannehill's much better. Uh, I I just I'll lean on the veteran here for this one a little bit. Uh, take Hopkins. Just hope that he can get himself anywhere in the you know the the 10 to 12 targets range and falls in the end zone i I just don't think london gets you know more than six maybe at least not six catchable balls i mean goodness gracious ritter needs to get his shit together i mean him and he's killing london and Pitts. it it is just awful what's happening uh with atlanta right now it's passing game so i'll take hopkins but it's close and i would prefer to not start either one of these guys uh who does tennessee get this week is it cincinnati cincinnati Don't love it, right? But you know. yeah, I don't. I don't love it either. Their their defense. Uh, their defense came alive on Monday night. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go London. I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna go London as well. And he was just someone that I was higher on in the offseason. I'm gonna stick to my guns, and I, I like the London and London narrative. Yeah, you might, you're onto something there, Jeremy. Uh, let's catch up with some questions here from the chat. I'm just gonna assign them to you guys. I don't want us to dive into every single one too deeply. Uh, Jeremy, first up, what do you think here? Trade Eckler for. Devonte Adams, I'm gonna say no. That's me personally. What do you think? I mean, without in a vacuum, I'll take Eckler. And the only reason I'll say that is that yep. once he's back, he's one of the few running backs that has a, a really huge volume. 
Um, not that Devontae Adams doesn't get a huge target share, but the running backs with huge volume is much more limited. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take Eckler. I just think the upside's a little bit higher on a, on a consistent weekly basis. Also, what's the quarterback situation going to look like for Adams with mm-hmm. Garoppolo now in concussion protocol? Could change later on, but Eckler for me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Devontae Adams, someone I really like this season because of touchdowns, already scoring a lot of them. Uh, Garoppolo throwing a lot of touchdowns, also throwing a lot of interceptions. Uh, Andrew, start or sit half point PPR, Gabe Davis or Devon A. Chan? Uh, Same game. um, Gabe Davis, only one catch, but scored the touchdown this week. I'll take Davis. Uh, I think the Bills are going to throw the ball a decent amount on Miami. Um, and again, we just okay. we, we talked about A. Chan just kind of fading what he just did. It's not going to happen again. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't believe. Uh, I'll take it on the chin if it does, but I, I just I can't see it happening again. You know, Mostert's Mostert's a guy right now, so I'll take Gabe Davis. Fair enough. I, I think that A. Chan still has more touches come the end of that game, but maybe he doesn't find the end zone. Gabe Davis does. High, should be a high scoring game, uh, especially after what we saw from them last year. Uh, Jeremy, should I trade away Rashad White or James Conner? Uh, again, kind of like a is white. What's Hands that? Down. Redraft is Rashad White. I don't want to move Conner, but you will remove uh, Rashad White and redraft. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I, I want to hold. I want to hold both personally. Oh my god, man! We we are so different. I want to trade both these dudes away. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> go go ahead. We can dive uh, a little I'm, deeper I'm into just... this one. I mean, I, I'm not a Connor guy. I, I've been off Connor mm-hmm. all offseason. Now he's having a good run right now, but Cardinals mm-hmm. at any point can literally just fall apart. Like it, they can just quit their season. It, it's just it's bound to happen for for the uh, for, you know for the Cardinals. They just have so many so many different issues on the team that are question marks for me. So while he's doing well now, I think is when you can get good value for him. So I trade him away. Same thing with mm-hmm. White. Uh, he's had a good role, good usage, but they drafted Sean Tucker. This team can also fall apart. I mean, we've seen Baker ruin teams. Uh, now, again, right now he's doing well. So I think the trade value for Rashad White is, is just as high as it is for Connor, you know, almost. So for me, depending on what you can get for them, I'd be willing to let both these guys walk. Yeah, Fair man, you, got, walk you got every too, point. Of, but... You got all point of views here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd let them both walk, too. So, I mean, I agree. I just I just feel like I'd rather trade White than Connor. That's fair. Like I said, I, I want to hold both of those guys. I like players on bad teams, especially come the end of the season. Uh, you get a lot of volatile scoring out of, out of those systems. Uh, do I start Jordan Love or Joe Burrow? Uh, I'm going to say Joe Burrow. I'm just going to say the you know the the flow keeps going in good directions here. He's going to continue to get better. I like Jordan Love, but I mean I do now, anyways. At least for after what I've seen, uh, seems competent, efficient. Uh, but not more than Joe Burrow, personally. I'm not going to overreact to that. I'm going to keep riding riding Burrow. Uh, we got London saying London and London is a bet. Plus 300 for first TD. Plus 220 anytime. Let's ride. I love the anytime. Uh, let's see. 12-team PPR. Uh, Jeremy, start Kyrene or Kamara at the flex? Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Mm, I'm going to go uh, Kyron. Again, it's another guy high-volume touches right now. I mean, he didn't catch any of them, but he saw seven targets against the Bengals. You know, yep, only caught like, like two. High-volume, likely to score. He probably should have scored in that Bengals game at the end there. Um, Indy hasn't been overly great against running backs. Um, mm-hmm. 
not the worst. Middle of the pack, 17 points. So it's not the best matchup. But again, I, I just I'm gonna give Camaro a week. I'll I'll be I'd rather be wrong with Camaro and give him a week versus passing up on what Kyron Williams has been one of the most consistent backs outside of last week. So Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll go Kyron. I don't know. I, I, so, I fear, you know, they, so they, they such just overwhelming said, conviction. Uh, well, well, they just said they're, you know, about like they, they don't want to drag Kyron Williams into the ground, right? Like they, they, they don't want to mm. use him so much like, like they are right now because they want to keep him kind of, you know, all season long. So that kind right. of worries me a little bit. But again, Kamara's just coming back. You know, how much are they truly going to get into it? So I guess it's Kyron Williams, but I don't feel I don't feel great about either. I'm going to go with Kamara. I'm going to go with the uh, the devil I know versus the devil I don't. Um, obviously, we saw two good weeks out of Kyron, but last week, you know, a little bit more bust uh, worthy. I think they're going to come back and give Kamara a lot of touches. So I'm going to I'm going to ride high with him this week. Mark Andrews for Waller and Christian Watson, Amari Cooper. Uh, sure, that looks good. Do that. I will take the Waller side. Yeah, I mean that's a lot of pieces for one guy. Yeah, so I mean that's, again, that's, an easy it, one. that's a vacuum, you know. I mean, what's the league settings? What's your team? Mm-hmm. I definitely right, last want question. a second tight end with Waller, though. I'll say that. Yeah. Last question here, and then we're going to get back to our mail bag half point PPR. Do I trade Andrews and Terry for Aaron Jones and Goff? Two flex. I have Dak, Etienne, Walker, Terry, Hollywood, Reynolds. Uh, let's see. I don't think so. I don't think you need to do that. Do you guys agree? Um, I mean, so I'm not looking to trade. QB, right? I'm not Is looking to trade Andrews. Yeah. I think it's just a one QB league by the sounds of it. Yeah. I guess it would depend on who's I'm the, on the waiver saying, wire. I'm guessing he's saying two flexes and like two player flexes. So, yeah. Hmm. yeah I'm going to keep. Andrews I'm assuming Terry. it's single QB. I mean, that would be ridiculous if it was super flex. If it's super flex, then by all means, uh, I wouldn't hate that, but I don't think so. That's what I mean. Like, super, it yeah. makes more sense to me to be super flex just because of what the trade is. Right. But if it's not, like, I want Andrews and Terry. I know Terry's been down, but I'm. Oh, I'll, buy, I'll buy that dip for sure. I know Andrew yeah. is over there saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I've watched him enough to know that it's a, it, it's bound to happen for him. I mean, he's played with dog shit mm-hmm. QBs his entire career, and he's done it. So, yeah, it'll it'll happen for Terry. Absolutely. All right, we're going to dive back into the mailbag. But first, we want to remind you that we are brought to you by VEASAN. Sign up now and save 40% off football season special when you use promo code SGP. Just go to VSIN.com slash subscribe and use promo code SGP. Sean and Ryan are in a contest going head-to-head with other VEASAN shows to see who sells the most subscriptions. The winning show gets a $1,000 Super Bowl future. The best part is Sean and Ryan are going to cut you in on the prize if they win. So step one, go to VEASAN.com, V-S-I-N.com slash subscribe and use promo code SGP to sign up. And then step two, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash V-S-I-N to submit your proof of purchase. 
if they win, you'll get a vote on what team to use the $1,000 Super Bowl future on. And if it hits, you'll get an equal piece of the action. So go to vcin.com slash subscribe and use promo code SGP. Then sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash VSIN to submit. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical bets and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down leg by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort out all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app and visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Okay, and we're back. Party on, Andrew. Party on. And we're back to the mail back. Let's dive in. We've got Brian Riley from Twitter asking, okay, so me again. You guys nailed it. Back-to-back weeks streaming QBs in Baker and Stroud. I beat my opponents by slim margins in both weeks, so kudos and T-Y-V-M, thank you very much. You are welcome. But I'm back with the same conundrum. Should I continue to lean with Stroud, who looks good but has a tough matchup against the Steelers, or play a similar market to last week with guys like Mac Jones, Baker Mayfield, Josh Dobbs, Sam Howell, Desmond Ritter, Jimmy G, or Andy Dalton? Around and around we go on the quarterback carousel on the waiver wire. Slash starter sit here. Do you guys like Stroud? I mean, Stroud's been damn good. He's he's top five in the NFL in total passing yards right now as a rookie. Bryce who? Bryce number one, Stroud number two. Looking a lot better right now. Uh, But some of these other options, you know, decent matchups. But, uh, I mean, not the best of the pickings, we'll say. What do you you think here, Jeremy? I'm still trying to figure out exactly – who is playing who, to be honest. I'm probably going Shroud, to be honest. Um, Okay, okay, liking what you're seeing. I know it's a a little bit tougher matchup, but the Steelers have allowed 15 points to quarterbacks per week thus far. Mm -hmm. In comparison, the Jaguars actually were at, let's see, where'd it go, where'd it go? I just had it in front of me. We're at 20. And that's because Stroud lit him up. So mm-hmm. I just think that this Houston offense is a little bit better than people want to give them credit. Now, the only worry is obviously TJ Watt and that defensive line with Pittsburgh. If they can get home to Stroud, that could be a little bit dicey. But I'm going to ride the hot hand, I think. I don't really want to get into adding any of these other guys truthfully. Dobbs, I think San Francisco, I don't know if, if – lightning strikes twice obviously lighting up mm. on dallas i don't think i'm i'm gonna bank on that yeah sam howell is actually sneakily good um i don't remember who does howell have the, but they have eagles. the eagles so that's not much better 
than the Eagles Steelers, haven't played well opinion. against the quarterback position. Yeah, but Sam Howell yeah, was sacked it's nineteen a, it's, times. Yeah, it's the defensive line. Like the same, mm-hmm. it's what the Bills got to them. That's the same thing that the Eagles are going to be able to do, in my opinion. Um, and they have a, the Eagles have a better secondary than the Bills, so I don't like Sam Howell's matchup. Ritter, we t- Andrew mentioned it earlier. Like, no, uh, Jimmy G <laughs> concussion protocol. Um, Let me ask you this though, Jimmy G, if he plays. I mean that's a good matchup. He's got the Chargers. What what are, what are your thoughts there if he plays? If he plays, interesting. I still lead Stroud though. I have Stroud ranked really high. I think that he's going to be fine against Pittsburgh personally. So I'm not looking to make that move. But if you're really I, streaming, yeah, Jimmy's probably your best option of that group if he plays. If not, mm-hmm. as crazy as it sounds, probably Andy Dalton. Well, actually, I think Bryce but is going to be back. Is, yeah, Bryce might be playing now. So it sounds like I he's going to play. Today, yeah, yeah, that he practiced, and it sounds like they might be playing him. Crazy, um, absolutely if crazy. If that's the case, I, I do like Garoppolo probably. Also, Jameis, no, if he's out there, Jameis is actually. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a good one. We didn't he didn't have that one in there, and yeah, Dalton also shouldn't be in there. I would still probably go with Stroud over Winston. I think you nailed it on the head there. Just looking at this group, they haven't done enough for you, and I think what Stroud has shown us through these set of games is enough to give him another week, even in a tough matchup. What are your thoughts here, Andrew? Yeah, this one's really tough. As Jeremy was kind of going through it, I was talking to myself in my head, and I don't love the Steelers' matchup. Just like Joey Porter has been as advertised. That dude is is legit on the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. The Steelers, the Steelers' defense is, is very good, so I – Worry that everyone's hyping up Stroud just to it, it kind of reminds me of what just happened with Sam Howell week two. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, Oh man, Sam Howell's looking real good, and then they play a good defense, and then he looks like dog shit. I, I'm worried dog that that's a what's going to happen to Stroud this week. So I, I don't love the matchup, but I mean, based off of what they're putting here for the similar market and QBs, don't love any of them really. Uh, Andy Dalton, you know, again, could be interesting if if he plays, but. We don't think he's going to play. Don't really want to mm-hmm. play uh, Bryce. Uh, you know, yeah, it's tough. I mean, I think you just have to go with Stroud here. Um, man, I don't know. It's it. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I guess Stroud, but I, I, I truly don't don't love that either. But I really don't like any of these other guys that he's mentioned. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. I, I don't know if you get the, the game Stroud gave you last week. But I think he's safe to finish within the top twenty-four. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's a one or two quarterback league. Like, I I think you he think could have he, a similar week actually. Do you think he can 12 get points? Top, top twelve? No, no, no. Do you think he'd be a top twelve QB this week? Mm, yeah, I he have was what number 12. seven or number eight last. So you week? have him at twelve. Okay, all right. That's yeah. yeah. I'll say I in my mind he probably finishes closer to like fifteen, which I mean is not bad. Yeah. But I, I just don't know how many points that is. I mean you. You'll be lucky if he right. gets you to fifteen to twenty, maybe. Uh the last uh, I don't have it. He got me eighteen in a single QB league this week, and it, it paid dividends in that matchup. And I started him over Geno Smith. So I'm going to start Geno Smith this week. I'm assuming that's yeah. four point, Bruni. No, it's at six point. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, no, he like it I just didn't do a ton with the yardage. We we have a uh, fifty point or fifty yards per point, not twenty five. Oh, gotcha. I was gonna say, I was like, how the hell the the math doesn't end up there? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so standard fantasy pros scoring like at their leaderboard, Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. was at fifteen. He was quarterback eighteen last week. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. For reference, yeah. okay, to cool. be a top be top twelve, it's got to be twenty points. At least that's what it was last week. 
Okay. Uh, Andrew, why don't you grab another question from the mailbag? We will take a few more. And for folks in the chat, if you have any last-minute questions, uh, now is the time to get them in before the end of the show here. What, what do we got, Andrew? Well, or chat if you uh, have questions. You know, you can always just join the Discord and hit us up uh, whenever you want, because that is a thing as well. So join the Discord. Uh, Bruni and I are both in there. You can tag us uh, at our uh, handles here, and uh, we will be happy to answer your questions on Discord as well. Uh, how the hell do you say? Is it Ryan Rain Ryan Echo Seven from Reddit? <laughs> what is that? Is that Rain Ryan? What the hell is that? That's uh, that's Ryan, like the like the the, the director Ryan Johnson, same same way. Right? That's that's just a that's a that's a millennial way to spell Ryan, man. Okay, all right. Uh, well, um, Ryan Echo Seven uh, <laughs> says, "Can I sit Kyle Pitts for Luke Musgrave? Feel mm. I should start Pitts out of principle, but Musgrave mm. has more targets. Both feel like a crapshoot. Who do I choose? Uh, this is standard scoring. So, uh, Jeremy, what say you? Luke Musgrave or Kyle uh, can't get a ball thrown his way that's catchable? Pitts. Uh, Luke Musgrave. I have him as the <laughs> tight end 11. Wow. Uh, he's just getting pure volume. Um, wow. He has finished as the tight end 10 in week one. 11 last week and then was outside the top 24 in the second week um and that's half ppr so this is a little bit probably a little bit higher than the standard finishes but Mm -hmm. i think the matchup against detroit is going to be pretty good and i think it's only a matter of time before musgrave hits and like you said i mean kyle pitts could be wide open running down the field for about an 80 yard touchdown and desmond ritter is going to hit the cheerleaders on the side of the field so and I'm just being a little bit harsh on Ritter because I kind of was like, I thought he, I, I thought he could have been decent. You know, I thought he was going to be a decent fantasy option, nice late round, and he just said, Nah, I'm good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have the same response but nicer, and just say that Detroit allows the second most fantasy points to the tight end position. So not to completely slander Kyle Pitts, the one. No, unicorn, I'm not slandering Pitts. I'm slandering wow. the quarterback and the, the situation, the situation, the situation. Uh, yeah, the once it, unicorn at the tight end position falling from grace. Now it, it does, a villain. It does hurt. It does hurt so bad. Um, yeah, it's probably Musgrave as much as I hate to say that because, I mean, Kyle Pitch just ah so good. They just can't get a ball his way that is nice, clean, right in his hands. I mean, it's just – ah. The, the, the legend of Taylor Heineke in Atlanta is soon going to happen. Uh, that is when Pitts can actually do something. Because uh, Taylor Heineke, as a Commanders fan, has watched him. He just likes to say, fuck it, and just throw it downfield to whoever the hell he thinks can catch is, him. Uh, oh. Is Taylor Heineke yeah. going to be the hero of our best ball lineups for I, all these uh, all these Falcons? I think I took him twice in BBM. Um so that would be you, interesting. You, but yeah, I mean, you honestly, laughed at me. You laughed at me for taking Jimmy Graham. Who's laughing now, pal? Oh, my one God, share. Your victory lapping one touchdown. Get the shit out of here. One share, one <laughs> touchdown. Let's go. But I like the I like the Taylor Heineke talk. I, I agree with you. I think that getting him on the field could make him what they would say. Uh, Let me be your hero. I, uh, it's probably likely. I mean, they're, they're going to be in contention to win that division. They're going to have to pull a plug sooner than later. 
be my guess, but Andrew, anything to add for that for 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 Musgrave? Is he the answer? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think so. Um, I, I hate to say okay. it again. I, I feel like Pitts. I feel like, yeah, I feel like if you have Pitts, it is really hard to sit him because you're like, well, what if he does have a good game? What if Ritter decides to be able right. to throw the ball again? Like, so you you you'll kick yourself if you sit him and he has a good game. But at the same time, it's you, you're you're just you're doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results, right? Like it's insanity. So yeah, I guess it's Musgrave. All right, go ahead and pick uh, one more, and I think we'll head out after that. So pick a good one. Oh, pick a good one. Um, hmm, 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 hmm. This one's long, so long ones uh, tend to, as you say, if, if, uh, you know, a long one and a good one. So James hmm. Ramirez from Facebook asked, not a start or sit question. Oh, God, this is a trade question. No, negative. We're not going into that. <laughs> this is a start or sit show. Abort. Come on, man. Abort, Abort mission. All right, here, here, let's go. Ben Firestone from Twitter asked, pick two of these receivers to fill my last uh, start spot and flex. Thielen versus Minnesota. Jerry Judy at Chicago. Nathaniel Tank Dell versus Pittsburgh. And Charmin Soft Michael Thomas versus Tampa Bay. Or Tutu Atwell at Indianapolis. So, again, it's Thielen, Judy, Tank Dell, Michael Thomas, or Tutu. What say you? I don't know. Is, is Thielen going to have uh, like a revenge PBR, game? I mean, I, I don't like the fact that they're talking about Bryce Young coming back. Honestly, I would I would be slamming the table for Adam Thielen if I knew Andy Dalton was going to start and he's playing Minnesota. Uh, it is a home game for him in Carolina, I believe. Yes, it is. Uh, man, I'm going to say Jerry Judy is definitely one. And man, I want to say Tutu Atwell, to be honest with you, just based off of what I've seen. And I'm a little scared of Tank this week, just having such a big performance in week three. Um, I would rank them Jerry, Tutu, Tank. Those would be my my top three. Jeremy, what say you? You need me to roll through them again for you? No, I'm looking at it. Um, I'm going to say... Thielen and Dell. Um, Judy, yeah, I mean, it's Russell Wilson. They're just, I know it's Chicago. I know it's a juicy matchup, but the Dolphins matchup was good too, and we saw how that mm-hmm. went. So Mims is getting some work. Sutton's in there. Judy's in there. The running backs, like, don't love it. I mean, he could score, and that would help, but eh. Michael Thomas is, like, wide receiver 39 every single week this year, so he's not going to be viable for you. And Tutu Atwell surprisingly hasn't been as good. Like he's been good and he's been targeted, but like unless he scores, he only has like single digit touch points. So mm. I'm gonna go with Dell. Uh, and Thielen is like killing it right now. Like I know that like he really did it with um, Dalton, but I mean he did have 13 points with Bryce in the week prior. He's mm-hmm. currently the wide receiver eight. If that means anything in three weeks. Uh, and Dell's wide receiver and, and Dell's the wide receiver seven. So why not go with seven and eight? So I'll take that. Andrew, that's a good thing. You had a great call on Tank Dell. I had a great call on Thielen so far. What's the what's the problem here? 
Nothing. I just, oh man, I, I just don't want to see your heart get broken when when the Thielen so Hill finally crumbles and he just comes well, crashing I'm, down. I'm gonna this... feel really bad for people when Tank <laughs> Dell falls apart. He's a little person. It's He's not, not that big Stop of a guy. Stop your slander on the rookie. Stop your slander on the rookie. We're talking about. I'm old starting ass him in multiple leagues. There's no slander here. Yeah. I like the guy. We've been talking about uh, Houston today. Thielen. Oh, God, Thielen. Why are you doing this to me? What the just this man has no business doing what he's doing right now. He's on the wrong side of 30. It, it, just just go back and listen to me talk all offseason. You'll trade Thielen right now. Immediately. Immediately get this man off. Your That's team. not bad advice. That's not bad advice, especially where you drafted Adam Thielen in comparison to your top receivers. If you have him and you hit on your guys. Yeah, you bet your ass you should sell Thielen. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, right. though I will say this: if it is Andy Dalton this week, I like Thielen. If it's Bryce, Damn. I don't love Thielen as much, but I do like the revenge spot. We are a narrative-based uh, yeah. gambling slash fantasy yeah. company, here. so I, I do like the revenge spot. So I reluctantly will say Thielen. I do think it's a good play, but again, don't don't come at me Twitter when uh, this man falls off because I've been on on the uh, <laughs> fade Thielen train the entire time. So I will take Thielen this week. The second one here is really interesting to me. I like the matchup for Judy, but as Jeremy alluded to, we thought the matchup last week was great, and Jerry Judy is no Tyreek Hill. He ain't going to get what Tyreek Hill has the potential to get. And I think Javante Williams is an interesting play this week because of what we just saw, um, you know, uh, what just happened to Chicago on, on offense. Like, I mean, you know, Kansas City just did whatever they wanted to. I think Denver's good enough to be able to take it to Chicago. I'm sorry, Bernie, but it's just I don't know what the hell they're doing, man. I did so much, so much high hopes for Chicago, and it's just it's just all falling apart already. So Judy's a decent matchup. Tank Dell, um, I like that he's not Nico Collins and he's not gonna see Joey Porter in this uh instance a lot, I don't believe. So I do like the Dell matchup as well. I will never take Michael Thomas because he is Charmin soft. Dude stubs his toe and is out for four years. So get out of my face with that. Tutu Atwell is very interesting as well. Him and Puka uh, have just been on a tear. Indianapolis is secondary, not very good. So, man, it's really close for Tank Dell and Tutu for me. Um, Jeremy went with Tank Dell, so I guess choose your fighter on this. I'll take Tutu just because of, I mean, they're just so hyper-focused on him and Puka in this offense. So I'll take Tutu, but I do think it's extremely close with him and Tank Dell. Thousand percent, thousand percent. All right, before we head out here, Jeremy, give us one hero and one villain for the rest of the season. So I'm looking for a hero. I'm looking for a player that's going to rise from the ashes and revitalize lineups. And I'm looking for a villain who's really high right now, who's going to come crumbling down and end people's season. And don't you dare think about saying Puka Nakua. Don't you slander Puka. Okay, for warning, just apparently. Just, just, just one. So, can this player have already risen? Like, could I just like pick Tank Dell? Sure, sure. Mm. It's too Take easy. Pick. All right. If Tank I'll, is your hero, I mean, easy. any player with the name Tank in it—that's a good start. So, I mean, you could have said Tank Bigsby. Like he was. Gonna, hey, like, I like Tank out. Bigsby. Don't even like yeah, start. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll sit here. I will. I will slander. I will slander Travis. I will slander Travis Etienne for the next thirty yes. minutes if you want. Agreed. We can go a 100%. long time. Agree. All right. Anyways, back to what we were talking about. After you abruptly made me raise my blood pressure, um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say Jahan Dotson as my hero. Nice. Okay. I really liked Dotson at the beginning of the year. 
kind of hasn't had it fall his way right now. And I could even say Terry, like just the Washington receivers. But um, I think that they kind of get it going a little bit. Um, I think this week end was like a big, Ugh. I know they have Philly, but I think Jahan Dotson by the end of the year, we'll be talking kind of about what we thought he was going to be at the beginning of the season this year. So I'll say Dotson is going to be my hero. And as far as villain goes, while you look for your villain, by the way, uh, Dotson was wide open for a touchdown this week. And unfortunately, Sam Howell was getting pressured and did not see it and threw it to Cole Turner, who did not make it into the end zone. So Dotson did miss out on a touchdown. So I like your call there. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Villain. And this is tough. I don't like you guys. It's making, me, <laughs> making me really think at this hour of the evening. I'm going to say... Someone that's been up there. <sighs> hurting you. Um, hurting you. I just... No one's been up there. Like, I mean, who's, like, really been consistently good? You know? And nobody really like Probably like I mean guys, a good, you, you know a good villain for me would be like Adam Thielen right like he's he's killing it right it's now too and easy that's it, too it easy. is it is definitely but like that's that's a kind like of Zach villain, Moss right? crossed like, my mind but like too easy mm-hmm. I'll say Raheem Mostert there okay also oh really easy but oh maybe you know. Miami running backs in is general it, is, yeah, is that because Jeff say... Wilson's going to be coming back and you know down the line they may use Achan a little bit more to see what they truly have in him? Is is, is that kind of the thought? Yeah, or... a combination of just like some injury risk built in there. I think that I really thought Wilson was going to be the guy to begin the season, anyways, to an extent. Like I thought they were just going to be a 50 50 split. I thought Wilson would see the red zone touches, so I thought that he'd probably be a little bit better. So I'll say Moser just because I do think that eventually this becomes, whether it's a three-headed committee or a two-headed committee, I think that you'll be kind of started the guessing game of who's going to score the touchdowns because they're not all going to score four every single week. You know, they're not going to each score every week just because mm-hmm. once Waddle's back, this team does like to pass the ball more than run the ball. So Mostert right now is, like, I think running back one. One. So ahead of like, CMC. I think he's going to – he'll fall off. There you go. That's a good one. All right, so for a hero, we have Tank Dell. And for a villain, we have... Jahan uh, Dotson. Oh, sorry, Jahan Dotson, my bad. Jahan Dotson. I thought that's what he had led with, but that's all right. Tank Dell, Jahan Dotson, tag team. A little bit of a duo hero set there. And then for a villain, we've got Raheem Mostert. Good stuff, good stuff. Again, Jeremy, let everybody know where they can find you. Yeah, uh, Twitter is at PopesFFH. I don't call it X, sorry. Um, all good. And then all my written work and stuff is over at ftnfantasy.com. Um, rankings are up there as well, weekly rankings, dynasty rankings, and then uh, the Dynasty podcast as well, which is on mostly all platforms. Good stuff, good stuff. Andrew, am I going to see you in the lounge this Sunday? Yeah, I should be there. Um, I was on Patriot Sports Radio uh, doing a spot for them, answering all their fantasy questions as well. Uh, but yeah, you should see me in the in the lounge. And uh, just a reminder, everybody, again, hit hit up the Discord, get in there. If you don't know how to get into Discord or don't know how to get into the Sports Gambling Podcast Network channel, hit Bruni or myself up on Twitter. Let us know. We will get you an invite in there. Um, you know, lots of people asking questions. You know, this time of season, start, sit, trade. 
dynasty questions, everything. Um, it's cool that it's not just Bruni and I and the other fantasy guys answering questions. It's regular old Joe's just like yourself, uh, you know, helping each other out. So that's pretty cool. And don't forget to like the video, subscribe, turn on the notifications. Uh, you know, you being subscribed helped us continue to do this week in and week out. So we definitely appreciate all of you as well. Download the episode. Let us know, uh, you know, what all you guys would like to hear us talk about. And if you have any start sick questions, send it to us for next week. Uh, you know, after Sunday, after your players have played, start hitting us up. Let us know who you are potentially thinking about the start and sit for the following week. Awesome. Take care. Be well. Be good, everybody. If you can't be good, be good at it. We'll see you.